Welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast, a podcast for the imperfect church and the imperfect pastors that lead them. I'm Ryan Reed. And I am John Martin. And this is the Imperfect Church Podcast. All right, Ryan, it's the week of Thanksgiving. It is the week of Thanksgiving, so we are coming to you before we are in a food coma. <laughs> Yeah, no gluttony this that's, week. No gluttony. That's I think I think you get a pass to sin this week. Really? As long as it's just food. A, just in that yeah. area. As long or as in it's, it's food <laughs> areas, right? You okay, get, just in the that's, food area. Well, that depends. It depends on how often you've been to church this year. If you oh, have really? perfect attendance up to this point, Sunday school included, yep. then you get a pass to sin this week. Okay, but all you right. got to use it wisely. All right, I, I didn't know these things. I'm yeah, glad you you're setting you it straight for yeah. us. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna write a book. I saw you've been baking this week. I have been baking this week. Uh, Are you typically a baker? I like to bake. Mm-hmm. Good deal. I made a cranberry lime pie with real cranberries. With real cranberries, and how'd that work out? It was really good. I got. I'm remaking it for yeah. my family. Yeah, that's why I made it for the church first to kind of see how it went. Because uh, the church, they're 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 nicer. They're mm-hmm. more full of grace, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so uh, I'm making it for the family Thursday. So, will you guys travel this week? Yeah, we'll head off. Uh, my wife's family we're meeting up on Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, in in Jackson, so not a far drive. Uh, and then we're gonna go see my folks this weekend. So, yeah. well, good stuff. Yeah. What about y'all? Yes, we will travel. We do uh, Thanksgiving with my family close by, mm-hmm. and then. Um, we do Faith's family the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and mm. we do Christmas the Saturday after Christmas with her family. Yep. So it worked out. Worked I tell you, that well. is the most difficult thing being married is figuring out holidays. It is. You know, when I do premarital counseling, we talk about that. Yeah, you ought to. Where Where are you going to go hey, Christmas? I know. I know. I only know one person you've done premarital counseling for, <laughs> and it's worked out. So and far. it's worked out so far. So I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's worked out. Well, so I can far. guarantee you, my record was pretty good at one point. Yeah, and it's not anymore. Yeah. So that uh-huh. uh, average has gone down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah. Yes. All right, well, I thought we'd start off uh, today's episode with just a little bit of fun, maybe a new segment okay. that we bring right. in, but this one's going to be Thanksgiving themed. All right. We're going to do this or that. Okay. You've got to choose one or the other. So okay, I'm going to give you. you two options. Okay. You, I mean, let's not put a whole lot of thinking in this. We don't want to take okay. the whole episode on it. <laughs> okay. I know, I know how much you like to analyze things, sure. but I'm okay. just going to give you two options. you got to choose one. Quickly. And tell me why. Like, like a fast round. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kind of like John MacArthur did when he told Beth Moore to go home. That's right. That's Kinda right. Like- that's exactly right. But <laughs> So the first one is, Beth, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the <laughs> Beth first Moore, one, John MacArthur. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The first one we're going to talk about, though, is turkey or ham. Uh, ham. Okay. Potatoes. You want a master sweet. Ooh, a sweet. Yeah, there you go. I guess I should answer mine too, huh? If it's sweet, if it has a brown sugar crust on top. Yeah. See, I'm not I'm, the marshmallow crush. For Thanksgiving, I want turkey. And really? it's dry. I don't really like it. Well, just because just because you got dry turkey doesn't mean that I gotta have dry turkey. <laughs> uh, and then potatoes. I'm with you. I want a sweet potato. Okay. Three. All right. Pumpkin pie or apple pie? There's the phone's ringing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's in here. All right, we're back after John answered his phone call. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. All right, we're ready? Ready again? Yes. All right, pumpkin pie or apple pie? Uh, neither. Neither? Nope. You got to pick one. Neither. Um, I'll, I'll have to go with pumpkin. What? What's I don't your like thing? Cook, I don't like cooked fruit. You don't like cooked fruit. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I'm going to say... I'm going to say pumpkin pie. I typically like apple pie better, but if we're talking about Thanksgiving, give me that pumpkin pie. I hear you. Um, all right. <clears throat> then, stuffing or dressing? Uh, dressing, of course. This is the South. Yeah, I'm with you. Dressing. That phone is killing us. <laughs> I think it's all right. I don't know. I mean, what else are you going to do? Okay, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> white meat or dark meat? Uh, white. White meat. I'm a dark meat, dark meat guy. Really? I like dark meat better. Uh, all right, so coming up, football games, Bears or Lions? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm going to go the Bears. I, you know, oh, Bears. I'm going to go the Bears too because there's nothing like the Lions losing on Thanksgiving. It happens every I mean, year, it seems you know, like. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. The Egg Bowl. Who you got? Uh, Ole Miss or State? Startful, of course. Mississippi State. All right. Is that because you think they're going to win or is that just because that's your loyalty? It's because that's my loyalty. Okay. Well, I think Ole Miss is going to win. I'm calling it. Yeah. Right here I mean, on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they're they're uh, it's it, they're getting better. Mississippi State doesn't seem to be getting better. Yeah, and they've got that they got that running that, that uh John back. Rice Plumley who yeah, is a yeah, uh, quarterback who, who is, is man. Have you seen? He's fan, we've got to move on, but he is fantastic. Dude can play the piano. I he didn't can, know that. Yeah, he can sing. He's smart. He's uh, plays baseball. Not too smart. He went to Ole Miss. <laughs> he plays no, baseball and football yeah. at Ole Miss. How about that? And uh, anyway, apparently he's a good Christian, good Christian guy. So that's good. But I'm How still going that? with Starville. Well, I'm going to go on record and say that Ole Miss is going to run all over him. They I'm may. afraid they may. All right. Okay. Enough of that. Now moving on. Frivolity. That's right. So today we're going to do something uh, It's a little bit different. Uh, we're going to turn it into Thanksgiving at the end. But uh, I recently was introduced to a book called uh, Praying the Bible, mm-hmm. and it was uh, actually encouraged to me to read by Gary Pominer. That's uh-huh. how I got to it. And so uh, I read it, and I, I, I've told a couple of guys that it, hit, it is uh, life-changing. It is. Uh-huh. And what I mean by that, and we, I think we've talked about this yeah. a little bit mm-hmm. on the podcast, is that uh, it really will change the way that you pray. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to talk about today is how and why we should pray the Bible yeah. And then we're going to end with some uh, some some examples. That's right. Yeah. And so we want to kind of just begin. Um, just kind of. We, John has already told his baggage with this book, uh, and so I'll just kind of give my uh, history with it as well. Um, I, I took the spiritual disciplines class at Southern Seminary under Donald Whitney. Yeah. Before he had published this book, and mm-hmm. so he was working on it during that time. And I don't know how long he had been teaching this method. This method right. is not brand new to him, but he has been the one that's kind of brought it back to, to life. Yeah. Uh, and so I was in his class as he taught that, and, and it really made a, a strong impact on me in mm-hmm. 2000, uh, a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that being said, uh, kind of just start with, a, with another Southern Baptist Theological Seminary connection uh, for our dead man today, right. which will lead into this. Okay. Um, so John Sampy, former president of uh, SBTS, once wrote, If one wishes to learn how to approach God acceptably in worship, the Psalms are the best manual to put in his hands. Mm-hmm. And I think we can expand that to say the Bible in itself yeah. is the best way yeah. uh, to teach us how to pray and teach yeah, us how to sure. worship. One of Donald Whitney's big thing is is, is that often we, we pray the same old prayers the same old way. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes using the Word of God gives us a, a different perspective because <clears throat> we're actually beginning to pray the words of God to right. him, mm-hmm. back to himself. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, you know, using scripture as a guide for that, it seems to be the seems to be the most logical. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the best way to go about praying. Uh, and so, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to play off of a, uh, a a blog post from yours from yeah. several years ago. Huh? And I'd be worried about people finding it, but I couldn't <laughs> find it this morning. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we're going to uh, we're just going to point out four advantages to praying the Word of God. And uh, you're you're talking in these four advantages that you give, particularly praying through. Psalms, right, but it's yeah. not necessary right. that you pray mm-hmm. that way. Uh, but these are four advantages that that you have found, and that we're going to talk about uh, of of praying through God's Word. All right. So you want to do the first one? Sure. So the first advantage that we see is that praying through God's Word gives us structural guide, gives us a structural guide to prayer. Yeah. So uh, often when we begin praying, uh, there are many guides out there that mm-hmm. sometimes we use. 
Uh, sometimes we'll use, uh, what is it, acts, right. uh, yeah. uh, some other um, mm-hmm. guides to prayer. Uh, but this helps us stay structured, helps us stay focused. If yeah. there's anybody who's ever uh, tried to pray seriously, what they will find is that when they begin, their mind wanders. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's easy to it's, it's easy to uh, to to kind of be all over the place in your sure. prayer. And yet, what the what the uh, Psalms help, or even Scripture itself does, is the Scripture kind of brings those guardrails in. They yeah. keep us yeah. structured, keep us in yeah. line. Now, and beyond that, Donald Whitney actually gives us a very easy structure in mm-hmm. order to pray, right? Yeah. So he calls it a, a psalm for the day. Right, yeah. And uh, and so Psalm 1 would be the psalm for day the first day of the month. Mm-hmm. And so you go through those, those 30 uh, days, and right. then you start over. 31 would yeah. be the psalm for the second month, day one, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, it gives a structure in that sense as well. Right, so, yeah. I mean, you know, you go, what am I going to pray for today? Well, you already know the structure exists right. uh, for what chapter, what book of the Word that you're going to use uh, to pray through. Mm-hmm. So it gives a structure in that sense as well. That's right. And this is this is very similar for pastors uh, as we preach through the Word of God. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I, right now, I have not begun. It's Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what? Nine o'clock. I haven't yeah. begun my sermon prep for Sunday, right. but I know what I'm yeah. preaching. Right. Um, yeah. I'm preaching what I. I'm preaching the next portion of what I preached last week. Right. Uh, so uh, the same is true with our prayer. We wake yeah. up. We we know the Psalms of the day. We know where we're at in Scripture, and we yeah. begin praying. Yeah. It gives that structure. And isn't it phenomenal that as you as you begin to pray through those Psalms, and and he talks about this in his book as well is that God brings things to your mind mm-hmm. to pray for as That's a right. result. And it may not be exactly what the psalmist intended when he was writing, right. mm-hmm. but he talks about how that's not really taking it out of context. It's being led by the Spirit. Right, so yeah. using those words to bring remembrances of other people to yeah. your mind. Yeah, so, absolutely. I yeah, think that structure is necessary. for mm-hmm. all, I mean, for... For me, somebody who loves structure, mm-hmm. that kind of gives you a relief yeah, to be uh, able to pray that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the second, I think the second advantage to us praying through the Psalms, not only does it give us structure, but praying through God's Word helps us to grow in our love and appreciation of yeah. God's Word. Yeah, and that going back to what I just said, whenever you read Psalm, I don't know, Psalm 32, and uh, and, and it, it touches you right where you need to be touched that day, yeah. then what you realize is that God's Word is living and is active and is useful, right? And so right, I think yeah. I think as you do that and as you pray the Word, like the example that I'm going to use at toward the end of our time together, when you begin to look through that and mm-hmm. pray it, you, uh, you realize that Paul's letter to the church of Philippi was just as relevant to mm-hmm. this church of union today. And so you do kind of grow... Deeper in love, I would yeah. say, with the Word of God, and 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 when we when we praying the Word of God, part of what we're doing is we're slowing down. Yeah. So we're yeah. seeing things that we didn't see. Right. Uh, and we're connecting God's Word with God's people. Sure. So when we're sure. praying, we're we're connecting those two. We're seeing the depths of it. We're seeing the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we look at church history, the Psalm, the Psalm, the Psalter in general has always been uh, kind of that cornerstone of Christian worship. Right. Uh, and, and we're losing that a little bit today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, we, we just talked about the, the 2008 Baptist hymnal, and I don't know many psalms that are in there. Mm-hmm. I know there are some uh, denominations that they strictly only sing psalms. Right. Uh, but, but the majority of Christendom has moved away from singing psalms. Sure. 
and 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 if we're gonna if we're gonna see Psalms, if we're gonna uh, interact with them. We often are gonna see them in a in a, maybe a Bible study or a sermon. Yeah. But we're not living them and praying them right, and, and loving right. them and worshiping with them. Yeah. But when we do that, we start to see that they contain all all the. Uh, the spectrum of human emotions Mm -hmm. and that they are so intensely relevant for our life. And so praying through the word of God helps us to see that. Yeah. And I think, you know, it never, it never hurts us to open the word of God. Right. And so that discipline, even of praying through the word of God, it does help us fall in love with it, but it also helps us to be more disciplined Mm -hmm. in prayer, obviously, but also in the reading of the word. Yeah. We're Mm -hmm. kind of accomplishing two things at once. That's right. Yeah. And and that's uh, Donald Winnie said in class, I don't know if he wrote it in the book, because uh, it's been so long since I read the book, but uh, he he mentioned uh, he said that one of the big problems with our church today, uh, he said what we have here is a failure to meditate. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, playing off Cool Hand Luke a little bit. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, but th- I think that's so true. When we pray the Word of God, we're we're meditating on it. Yeah, what we're doing. yeah, yeah. Um, and I wrote uh, circa 2015 in this blog post. I said when we when we pray the Word of God, it becomes our food and our drink. We crave mm-hmm. it and we uphold it as the perfect masterpiece that God Himself sent to us in yeah, love. And I think yeah. that's I think that's still true today. Um, sure. May 2000. 15, Ryan, yeah. wasn't as dumb as 2020, <laughs> Ryan. So. I mean, I was reading another sentence there that you said, you know, we become enamored by yeah. the very heart of God by simply praying back to the Him the Word that He has given to us, yeah. right? So uh-huh. you do fall in love deeper with in love with the Word of mm-hmm. God. So third, the third thing is, uh, is praying through God's Word helps you to have a more effective prayer life. A more effective prayer life. So uh, typically we, yeah, we, we live in a world today that is so... Uh, narrow down with efficiency. We want to do things as efficient as possible. Right. Uh, yeah. We want to cut out all the slack time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and often we find that our, if we were honest with ourselves, we would say that our prayers just don't seem efficient. Yeah. Yeah. And because and part of that is because we shoot off popcorn prayers. Right. Yeah. Short popcorn prayers. Yeah. And and we wonder why we're not getting the benefits of deep prolonged prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what we find with prayer is that there is no efficient way to there is no right. quick yeah. way to do it. Right. Uh, it takes work. And it is a discipline. It is a discipline. Right. And so praying through God's Word helps us that to be uh, effective, right? Um, yeah. And, you know, you have a start point and end point. So, you know, most of us, whenever we start our praying, uh, we, we do, as you've said, we let our, we let our minds wander a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when our minds begin to wander, uh, we tend to close the prayer off, yeah, right? Uh-huh. And so with, when you begin to pray the Word of God, you have a starting point and an ending point. You have a beginning and a conclusion. You're going to pray back to God, Psalm 1, mm-hmm, right? right? So uh, for those of us, again, that are have those type personalities, that need for order mm-hmm. and logic, uh, that makes us our prayers be very directed, mm-hmm. our, our prayers be very purposeful, right. and so therefore they seem to be more effective because we're praying we're praying more purposeful than we are right. intentional, but we don't have a little right. button here yeah. today. Praise so, the Lord. Yeah. There you go. So we're being more intentional about what we're praying for, and I think God delights in us being specific right. and intentional and purposeful yeah. whenever we pray. And part of it is when we are praying the very words of God, we don't have a promise attached to uh, to, to our, our methods in church. We don't have a, a promise attached to uh, the songs that we sing. Right. But there is a promise attached to God's Word. There is, uh, certainly. There's, there's a promise mm-hmm. that His Word will go forth and will accomplish yep. the purpose yep. for which yep. God has sent yep. it. And yep. so when we take God's very Word, the words that He has promised, yep. and we give them back to Him, mm-hmm. there's, we can we can question whether or not we're praying rightly. Right. Uh, but when we pray God's Word back to Him... We know that it's right. It's yeah. inspired. You it's know Holy that Spirit the content inspired. is true, right? And, and we're we're taking God's promises, 
and we're we're holding God to His promise. Mm-hmm. We know that God is a is a uh, completely righteous being who does not break His word. Right. And so we bring His word back to Him. We say, uh, Lord, You promised this. Right. Uh, work this in my life. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's you know, it, and our Father will not break His promise. Yeah. True. That's good. Uh, there's one thing I wrote in here. I don't know where I got it from. I put it in quotation marks, so I, surely it's not mine. Uh, but uh, the Word of God is a rich vocabulary of praise for stammering lips. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And we need help. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, need help. What do you say to the Creator of all things? That's it. And then that's why we're promised in Scripture that the that when we don't know how to pray, the Spirit prays mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. And the Spirit uh, fixes our prayers on the way up, I think is um, what... Um, I'm going blank on the guy's name. That's not original Some me guy. either. Some guy said Some that. Some guy said that. Uh, some guy it said that. It has been said. It has been said. I've always <laughs> said. Um, but when we pray the Word of God, we know that the Holy Spirit is taking the very words of God yeah. and, and directing them in the, in the way that they need to go. Yeah, So good. that helps. All right, so the final point is praying through God's Word helps you to have a more consistent mm-hmm. prayer life. Mm-hmm. And this will go back, I think, to those uh, praying the Psalms, having a Psalm of the Day kind of thing. Uh, is is that you know tomorrow what your prayer life is going to consist of. You know the third twenty eighth of the month, you know what you're going to be praying for, right? Yep. Twenty, if no matter where you are, it's either the twenty eighth psalm or the twenty eight mm-hmm. plus thirty psalm, yeah. right? So you you know what you're coming, what's coming, and uh, you don't you don't have to get up in the morning and go. Okay, I'm beginning with a blank slate. No, you're beginning with the words of God. Right. right? So it helps you be more consistent in your prayer life. And I tell you, one of the ways that this has helped us as a church is we've we began praying through the Word of God on yeah. our Wednesday nights prayer meetings. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and, and then I've been emphasizing the Psalms of the day. And yeah. so uh, it was funny at first, um, you know, my folks would get there and they'd open the Bible, try to figure out what Psalm I was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were trying to figure out where, how I was, because they knew I was following some sort of structure. Right. Yeah. And now they know. When we yeah. get there, they know what Psalm we're praying through. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and better than that, when I wake up in the morning and I'm praying the Psalm, I know there's at least some people in my church praying that Psalm today right. as well. Right. Yeah. And so my heart goes to them and I'm yeah. praying to them. And so that holds an accountability. Uh, to one another, we're able to talk about the psalms we prayed that day. Yeah, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and, and it builds that consistency. How, how was that? How what did that learning curve look like for your people to learn to get, move from? Uh, Dear Lord, thank you for this day that you've given to mm-hmm. us. How, how, what was the learning curve from that yeah. to actually reading and praying this? Yeah, and, I, and I'll say it's different for everybody. There's still there's still that prayer. Um, sure, you know, yeah, there's still. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that prayer is right, bad. Exactly. But, yeah, um, but it it, uh, it took a little bit, and it took. It probably took uh, maybe a month of doing it, mm-hmm. uh, of me emphasizing, uh, pray these words. Yeah. You know, apply these words to our prayer list, right. but don't hesitate to use these words. Yeah. Um, but to, to hear my people pray now on Wednesday nights, uh, specifically a, a few, you know, I kind of play the over-under game when we're there of how many people are going to pray that day. Essentially yeah. what we do is I'll read the psalm, and sometimes, I'll, depending on our time, I'll break the psalm up into sections, mm-hmm. and I'll read the first section, and we'll have time of prayer. I'll read mm-hmm. the second section, mm-hmm. and have a time of prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to hear some people pray, and to say, Lord, this is what you've said in your word. Yeah. yeah. And Father, now we're we're asking you to do this yeah. for our church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to hear that is, is, is a po- more powerful prayer sure. to me. And, and That's to, good. To me, it, it just... I don't know. It's, it's it's made our prayer meeting for me. Yeah. It's made our prayer meeting more enjoyable. Well, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that are struggling on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm one of them. They're yeah. struggling on how to have an effective prayer meeting mm-hmm. time. You're right, right. And this structure 
honestly could help our time together. I think so. And I'm, and I'm not saying our prayer meeting is, our prayer meeting still has some difficulties. Sure. It's still our, uh, our least um, attended right. meeting, yeah. uh, which is sad. But I will say there have been, I tell my folks that my goal on our prayer meeting, we have an hour, my goal is not to teach. Yeah, sure. If I don't have to teach, we've done something right. Yeah, and that means yeah. we spent the entire hour in prayer. Yeah, yeah. And we spent it in prayer through our work. And there's been times where um, you know, I open up to anybody to pray, and um, there have been times where people have prayed multiple times. There have been times where it kind of gets the, the spirit gets uh, gets to moving a little bit, and and I I can't cut it off. It, it continues to go well, on. Well, because we we acknowledge some of these prayers are easier to pray. Some of these psalms are That's easier right. to yeah, pray yeah. than others. So That's uh, right. So you uh, would get that. And, and it, it, it's been a benefit. I'd yeah. say that. It's good. So right. give us your example. Example. Uh, so we are praying through Philippians, right? Yep, we're both going to do that today. That's what we, that's the plan, right? Uh, <laughs> so what I did was uh, I preached Sunday. I'm terrible with uh, with standalone sermons, especially yeah. on holidays. Mm-hmm. So like Thanksgiving, Mother's Day, Father's Day, that Christmas, Easter, those standalone things. Don't come here, John. On those, they're days. they're really a struggle for me. So uh, I landed this last week on Philippians chapter one, where mm-hmm. Paul is writing his prayer and thanksgiving to the church at Philippi. Yeah. And uh, we won't go through, we won't read it uh, now, but um, but it's it's really important to me because as I read verses three through eleven of, of Philippians chapter one, uh, I began to feel the same emotions yeah. that Paul felt yeah. that I think Paul felt right. when he wrote that yeah. letter to the church. And uh, basically, Paul says just in these first few verses, you know, I thank my God and all of my remembrances, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from this day forward, mm-hmm. uh, from the first day forward. And it's right that I feel this way about you, right? This yeah, idea yeah. of, uh, I, 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 it's right that I feel this way about you, that uh, I'm filling up all my emotions of Christ sure. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and then to apply that, why? Because you were you were partakers of the right. gospel, yeah, of the defense right. and confirmation of the gospel. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and to, to be able to say, Lord, thank you for... So and so, exactly. In row three, that's right. How he has defended the gospel. That's right, and that's what I challenged our people as we left yesterday. I said, you know, I've preached a sermon from this passage of scripture, but I want to encourage you this week of Thanksgiving to pray these verses right. about mm-hmm. who you're thankful for, mm-hmm. what what partakers of the God of grace, what partnership in the gospel. What are, who are you thankful for that God has filled your heart with joy concerning? Right. And um, and so we're doing that even this week. We started today. We're we're taking this week to pray for our partners in the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. That we have uh, around the world. And so, um, you know, so I've challenged them as they've read it to to let people come to their mind, right. uh-huh. let circumstances mm-hmm. come to their mind, let situations come to their mind, and pray those things as they read the passage of scripture. Yeah, and I think one good way of doing this, and specifically with Psalm uh, or uh, Philippians here. Uh, I, I have prayer cards, mm-hmm, but I, I, mm-hmm. Paul Miller uh, really emphasizes this in his book, Praying the Bible, which is a good book if yep. you've heard yep. it before on this podcast. <laughs> but he has these prayer, uh, just three by five index cards. Uh, you write a person in your family's name at the top or the person you're praying for at the top, and then you fill that card with scriptural prayers for them. Mm-hmm. And so one of the prayers that I pray daily for my son yeah. is from Philippians here, uh, that he would uh, that his love would abound more and more yeah, with knowledge yeah, sure. and all discernment. Sure. And so that is my prayer yeah. for him. Yeah, and you know that's one of those things that uh, that we talked about yesterday. Is our, is our love good? Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Is it is it appropriate and proper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but Paul is saying let it abound. Let them let the love that you have be more and more. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is a prayer that you can have 
for your church. I think all of us, no matter where we are, could pray Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 through 11 uh, this morning and then the mornings that are coming as we approach Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, that would be helpful. And, and even looking at all of Paul's prayers and, and yeah, finding yeah. out how to pray all of Scripture uh, from Genesis to, to Revelation. I think uh, Paul has 36. 36. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, that. That's what a true scholar would know. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, right. So thank you, John. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I see. I, I, I said at one point that you were real elementary, but that was not elementary. <laughs> that was high school level stuff yeah. there, John. Uh, good uh, deal. So we're finishing up here. Uh, we hope that you will take this praying the Bible. Get the book. It's a short book. It would take you three hours to read. And, yeah, and John yeah. is not exaggerating here. It is. It is life changing. Yeah. So I'll tell you what I did. I passed it along to one of our prayer warriors in our church, and I said, "Read this." Mm-hmm. So Sunday morning, she was walking through our little commons area, mm-hmm. and she pulled out two copies of it. <laughs> she had bought. She's bought more copies, and she said, "I'm giving these away this yeah. morning because it really is. It really does change the it way is. you approach it your does. prayer life." That's, That's right. good. So, what right, are you John, reading? What am I reading? Why don't you go first? Because okay. my Goodreads is loading. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I'm, I've just started this week preaching by the book by Scott Pace. Not a guy that I'm familiar with. Uh, I don't know where I got this. I have a shelf in my library that just is stuff that I was I, I've been given mm-hmm. or like convention books right, you know, that yeah. you get. And this came off my convention shelf. Uh, and it, it's pretty good. It's a good book. It's uh, apparently the, at, from the Herschel Hobbs Library collection. Okay, not familiar with that, but uh, OBU. But yeah, OBU preaching uh, preaching by the book. It's a, a preaching book. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I am reading the Fourth Strand of the Reformation: The Covenant Ecclesiology of Anabaptist, Early Separatist, and Man, Early General Baptist that, by I'm, Paul Fides, William Brackney, and Malcolm Yarnell the Third. I'm jealous. I, I, so far, it's it's interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I know it did. Probably doesn't sound interesting to you, but uh, I'm also reading Shandy Gaff by Christopher Morley, and mm-hmm. I'm reading uh, Paralandria by C.S. Lewis. I'm that working through that awesome Ransom trilogy. So I'm envious. I know you are. If, if you could just read the books I read, John. <laughs> you know they they say don't judge a man until you've read the books he's read. I understand. I understand. I'm sure that's how it goes. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, John. Happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners out there in listener land. And we uh, hope that if you like our podcast, you like, rate, and review us on iTunes. We haven't had an iTunes review in like I don't know, like a month and a half. Really. Like, I don't know about you, John, but my ego is starving. <laughs> we need we need it. We need we something to give away. Are, that usually works. We have we have a give we do have some things to give away this week. Look this week on your um, social media platforms. We're gonna have a few books to give away. I All think right. I got a John Piper book that was donated to us to give away Good. and a DA Carson book to give away. Uh, so just look for those and then give us an iTunes review. Come on. Throw us a bone. Please. Do we sound like we're begging? We're begging. All right. uh, We will talk to you next time. Until then, keep loving your imperfect church. And remember, one day she will be perfected in glory.